I'm sure in the past couple of months or so, you've been hearing a lot about U.S. midterm elections. While they're occurring today, these elections are for Congress, which is made up of two parts, the House of Representatives and the Senate. Now, these votes are held every two years, and they fall in the middle of the president's four-year term of office. That's why they're called midterms. Now, the Democratic Party has held a majority in both the House and the Senate for the past two years. That's been helpful for President Joe Biden to pass the laws he's wanted. But the Democrats hold that power over the Republicans by uh, very narrow margins, which makes for a tight contest. Now, polling suggests the Republicans might take the House, but the Democrats could hold on to the Senate. The repercussions of tonight's vote are huge, not only for American taxpayers, but for Canadians and our economy, even our politics to a certain degree. Joining me now to discuss the vote tonight is Reggie Cicchini, Global News Washington correspondent. Reggie, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Uh, give me a sense of what this day has been like so far uh, in regards to turnout and the conversations you've been hearing. I mean, look, even before today, uh, turnout was huge for this midterm. There were more than 41 million Americans who cast an early ballot. That broke a record that is record-breaking for any kind of midterm. And it goes to show just where the kind of U.S. political landscape has found itself in the years following uh, 2020's election, in the months and year that's followed uh, the riot at the Capitol on January 6th, and in the months that followed what the Supreme Court did with the overturning of Roe. There is interest in this midterm uh, election, there's also a little bit of fear. There's also a little bit of unknown solely because the polls have been all over the place for the last few years. It's been really hard to kind of gauge voter interest. And because of that, you know, are we looking at a big Republican takeover of Congress? Are we looking at a potential, uh, you know, stave off by Democrats? There's a lot that's unknown and it's leading to a lot of fear and within the White House, a lot of concern for what it could mean for Joe Biden's ability to legislate. Uh Are we expecting all results tonight or could this drag on for days and weeks? This is going to drag on. This is going to likely be a kind of repeat to what we saw in 2020. There are certain states like in Pennsylvania that aren't allowed to count uh, early or absentee uh, ballots until Election Day. Uh, And there can be tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of absentee ballots. And that slows down the process, meaning that it creates a sort of mirage. It's what we saw in 2020, where Republicans have a lead. And then as those absentee ballots are counted, then all of a sudden that lead starts to erode and it could potentially you know, catapult uh, the Democrats into uh, a potential lead of their own. So this is something that is going to take time, depending on what the state is. And in somewhere like Georgia, if neither Senate candidate gets 50 percent, we run the risk of a runoff. So that kind of uh, uh, determination might not be known until the end of December. So this is something that's likely going to spark those concerns, especially among some in the Republican Party of election fraud, because this is going to be a changing result by the day. Is the economy uh, and talks of inflation still the number one driving issue? Uh, on both parties, uh, absolutely it is. Polling has showed that for the last several months, uh, the economy has been the number one topic, and Republicans have really seized on that. That has been their message to say, look, under the Biden administration, the policies that he's put forward with Democrats have uh, resulted in Americans paying more for energy. It's resulted uh, in the Federal Reserve uh, uh, hiking rates, and it's resulted in higher gas prices. Now, that you know, ignores the underlying cause here in that some of this can be tied back to Russia's war on Ukraine. But when you're in a campaign mode, uh, you know, you're, you're talking about the things that impact people most. Democrats really struggled with that. They really tried to make this about uh, the, the kind of stripping of rights towards Americans, including Roe v. Wade. 
it's not a big enough discussion, though, for the broad number of Americans. Uh, and so they had to kind of change their messaging over the last few weeks. We'll have to see if it worked out uh, or if some of that, you know, 41 million record breaking early voting is going to do something to benefit Democrats. How much of tonight will influence President Joe Biden's term? Well, I mean, if Republicans uh, get some kind of majority in the House, that's going to effectively stop legislating, uh, stop the, the legislative process from moving forward because Joe Biden will have a difficult time getting something out of the House and through to the Senate. But Republicans have already come out. Kevin McCarthy, who is likely expected to become the House Speaker, has already said legislating will be second. Investigating is going to be first. They're going to use the powers of the Oversight Committee to look into things like the handling of COVID under the Biden administration, things revolving around Dr. Anthony Fauci, potentially impeaching Joe Biden for whatever they believe high crimes and misdemeanors to be, uh, or, or looking into the chaotic withdrawal uh, of, of U.S. troops from Afghanistan. These are grievances that have come from the Republican Party for months, if not years. And if they have the power, they are going to investigate that. That is effectively, effectively going to logjam the president from being able to do anything, not just in the near future, but for the next two years. Uh, You know, when I'm watching from Canada some of these um, campaign rallies, uh, Donald Trump still seems to be playing such a significant role in regards to getting out, uh, making speeches, riling up the base. What role has he been playing? Well, I mean, look, a, a significant number of, of Republicans that are running in these races were handpicked by Donald Trump himself or they were endorsed by Donald Trump. And that endorsement can carry a significant weight with it because it will push, uh, you know, a broad part of the of the Republican base towards that person. There's also a lot of election deniers that are on the ballot. That's following the playbook that Donald Trump started back in 2000. And I think what we need to do is watch to see what results come in over the next couple of days. If this becomes a big Republican win, especially for those candidates that Donald Trump chose, this could potentially influence him to to, uh, you know, go further with his political ambitions. You know, we're expecting some kind of announcement from Trump in the next couple of days, you know, likely announcing that he intends to run for 2024. And with a big Republican turnout, with the kind of influence that he's had, that could be enough to potentially solidify the base underneath him and strip it away from anybody else who tries to go after Trump for their own candidacy. Are the Democrats actually using that as part of uh, their overall campaign message uh, uh, for today, which is, look, if if, uh, somehow the Republicans get in, you're basically looking at a Trump 2024 campaign and to actually stop that campaign is actually winning the midterms today and now. Yeah, I mean, look, Democrats understand that it's an uphill climb for them, especially when it comes to uh, their ability to keep control of the House. Even President Biden, when he returned home from a rally in Maryland on Monday, he made comments that he thinks they'll win the Senate, but the House uh, is likely going to be a lost cause and Republicans are going to take that. And I think there are some Democrats who say, look, if Republicans win, they're going to spend two years not dealing with uh, issues that are of uh, American importance to the public. They're going to be dealing with things that the party itself sees as as, you know, having been problematic for themselves and not for the kind of, quote unquote, greater good here. And I think Democrats will say, look, if Republicans, quote unquote, burn the House down over the next two years, this gives us a chance to redirect our focus to the base and and put, you know, more policy driven ideas on the table and get the vote out for 2024. I think a secondary problem for Democrats, uh, you know, even beyond their loss to potential loss uh, on Tuesday is going to be 
Joe Biden's unfavorable numbers. They are still low. They are, you know, in and around where Donald Trump's were at this point. Does that mean that there's just less of a of a want for Joe Biden to be the candidate in 2024? There's a lot that is going to be kind of looked at and discussed and ripped apart based on what happens tonight. What should British Columbians and Canadians um view and what should our view be whether it's a republican win or a democratic win what's it mean for trade for our relationship uh, with america well i mean look in a general election when there's a president on the ballot uh you know the agenda the policy the legislation that comes forward can have an impact across the border and around the globe in a midterm election where the president's staying the same but it's simply the lawmakers that are changing out oftentimes the impact isn't felt as far, uh, you know, as, as either Canada or, or Mexico or beyond. That said, there could be some potential policies here that are put in place that are a little bit more protectionist that could have an impact on the way that the Canada-U.S. relationship works. I think a bigger concern here is the kind of rhetoric and vitriol that has kind of been put forth by the Republican Party. There's a fear of that bleeding across the border and starting to have an influence in more extreme policymakers and lawmakers in both Canada and abroad. And I think that could be the biggest concern here if it's normalized in the U.S., does that now make it normalized in countries around the world? Well, it's going to be a fascinating uh, race, and I know a lot of Canadians will be watching very closely. Reggie, thank you for your time today. Thank you.